Love what you hear? Be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash finish the fight for exclusive episodes, insights, and even our D&D adventure. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is Spartan 117. Anyone hear me? Over. Isolate that signal. Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing this fight. Welcome back, everyone, to Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Reiners. And I'm your host, Alex Kendall. And today we're going to get a little spooky. We're going to get spooktacular. It's a little bit uh, too spooky for me, <laughs> as I might say. I mean, it's going to... We're in Halloween season. Yeah, we're in Halloween season, arguably one of the best times of year. Yeah, it's a speed bump to the rest of the holiday season. <laughs> Before we go into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, we want to cover some current events going on within the Halo community. Yeah, so we wanted to kind of start with two main topics. We have a another head leaving 343. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mary Olson, who was the lead producer. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to touch a little bit on the upcoming flight test for Halo Reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Mary Olson recently left to go work for Midwinter Entertainment. And, of course, 343 has since issued a statement saying, listen, Halo Infinite is fine. Don't worry about it. And, and so I've, in myself included, I've kind of speculated, like, well, of course they're going to save face and just be like, yeah, it's fine. No one's going to be like, oh, yeah, we're kind of fucked right now. But no, and then you and I were talking about it earlier, and for the most part, this game, if it's coming out within a year or so, Lead producer roles are kind of, you know, she she's kind of probably done what she can do there. Yeah, and, and it's not like she left suddenly. This was this was not a sudden leave. So obviously you're handing it off. There's someone mm-hmm. else that's going to take that position and be able to jump right into it and, you know, kind of foresee what we'll, we'll, we'll have whenever Halo Infinite drops. So there's, there's really no point in speculating or worrying about it now until the product's released. Mm, yeah, because also at the end of the day... More than likely, she left because she just got a better offer. Yeah. Maybe someone approached her. Maybe she was like, maybe I want to just, I want a change of pace. Yeah. Either way, we're going to keep getting this news about people leaving or little speculations. Mm-hmm. Take it for what it is. I mean, if it affects it, unfortunately, that sucks. But for yeah. right now, we don't know anything additionally. So we'll just kind of have to wait and see as time gets closer. Yeah. I mean, look at it this way. As we, we talked about in our Halo 3 episode, Jason Jones went on a sabbatical at the very beginning of Halo 3's development. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm gone. Yeah. Halo 3 turned out just fine. So I think Infinite will be safe. I don't think that two leads within the development are going to change anything. No, it, it, we'll see. Like I said, there's, there's no point in worrying about it right now until we start to see some actual gameplay yeah. or we get to see you know, a full-fledged in-game mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we really still don't have any information on this game. When no, it comes down to brass tacks, we have next to none. Yeah, we have a very pretty, hinty, buried deep with cool stuff trailer. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. And so, yeah, then we have the the some news on the next flight tests, mm-hmm. which they're, they're going to be doing some more campaign missions along with more player versus player. I think maybe even some firefights going to make its way in there. Some awesome things that we're going to see coming out of this flight test is, one, it's going to last rumoredly, rumoredly, but also kind of reportedly, a week long. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be the longest yet. From the newsletter, it's, quote, going to be some of the most content yet that we're going to get, end quote. We're going to see two campaign missions. We're going to see Noble Actual and Winter Contingency. 
firefight matchmaking offerings we're going to get is going to be four-player heroic standard firefight on Beachhead, Corvette, and Holdout. Ooh, heroic. Mm-hmm. And a four-player normal grab bag firefight on the same three maps of Beachhead, Corvette, and Holdout. For our multiplayer matchmaking, we're going to get 2v2 Social Slayer on Countdown, Powerhouse, and Zealot. 4v4 Social Slayer, Flag, and Bomb. Zone Control, Asset Denial, and Action Sack on Countdown, Powerhouse, Zealot, Tempest. 8v8, Slayer, Flag, and Bomb, Zone Control, and Asset Denial on Tempest, Bridgepoint, Ridgeline. And they're also going to get Halo Reach, Team Hardcore, Slayer, and Catch the Flag, Countdown, and Zealot, and Halo Reach, Invasion on Breakpoint, which is really big to be able to go through that. They obviously want to keep pushing servers hard, keep testing multiplayer for bugs, so mm-hmm. that's going to be in there. So we decided that we're going to cover Infection. Yeah. And so, you know, no no flood episode just yet. Maybe this time next year we'll get one. But we wanted to do a whole episode just about the game type, when it started, where it's at now, all the new kind of nuances and innovations they've put in between each game and everything they might have taken out. So this is going to be a pretty interesting one for us. Yeah, it, it should be pretty good. We're, we're, we're really drawing on the community for this because this is a community game type mm-hmm. that became an official game type over the latter few games that saw a little bit of a downfall, as some might think, in a Halo game. A little bit of a comeback, a little bit more of a downfall. I mean, we'll talk about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, starting from you know Halo 2 all the way to Halo 5 now. Mm-hmm. So, about the game type. Infection is Halo's answer to the popular zombie game types, but at first it wasn't to be confused with the Flood. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was supposed to be simply just, you know, zombies. The game type would first see life in Halo 2 and has become a staple in multiplayer ever since. Now, the concept is simple. Two groups are made, one group is the infected, and one group are the survivors. This is not a team's game, though. It is a free-for-all, for the most part, for the survivors. Yeah, so, so it's team, obviously, in and of infected survivor, mm-hmm. but it's not like all you are working together, but you're not. It's kind of like its own type of team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if a survivor is killed by an infected player, they will respawn on the infected team, attempting to kill the former survivors, converting them into infected as well. And so to kind of expand on, obviously, infection of itself, as you do with Slayer, Capture the Flag, any of those, there's game modes built into that name. Mm-hmm. So we've got 10 total that are quote-unquote official, I guess you would say, that kind of rotate through different playlists. Yeah, I, I know. I've, I've seen the debate of, like, only these four the official ones because they're always a staple. Like, we're talking ones that, for the most part, have come out from Bungie or 343 and been like, this is a game type. Yeah, and it comes in rotation because right now, as we're, as we're recording this, if you go on MCC, there's currently the update for kind of Halloween-ish time. So you've mm-hmm. got some new zombie updates that are in there. Brains, I know, is for sure kind of making a rotation with some new tech that they're running Mm -hmm. so yeah so there's 10 so we'll start off uh, with brains which is your classic kind of you know zombie horror Mm -hmm. zombies are pretty weak kind of take one shot to the head to kill Mm -hmm. and it's more about amassing a swarm yeah so yeah because the second one or two survivors get down now it's just fighting off like a quote-unquote horde yeah they start building up more and more exactly you you can still pick up weapons you can swap stuff out so it's your kind of traditional zombie survival Mm -hmm. yeah and then we go on and we have Save One Bullet. And Save One Bullet is zombies are a bit stronger now because they have shields. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're able to jump longer distances, jump higher. But the survivors get more ammo and they're also locked in typically with the weapons they start with. So typically mm-hmm. you usually go with like either pistol, shotgun, kind of that classic zombie weapons. Yeah. And the only way they can pick up ammo is from fallen comrades. Mm-hmm. So you betray them. Maybe you get some ammo that way, yeah. or you just kind of, kind of, basically fight it out for as long as you can. Depending on the map, though, you can jump off the map. Say, like in like Reach, I, I'm pretty sure this was in Reach. You know, if you jump off like the edge of a Forge map, you're not going to get turned into a zombie. Instead, you'll just respawn and you'll have more ammo. Yeah, because suicides don't count, right? It has to be from an infected yeah, player. Yeah, suicides and betrayals, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so we also have alpha zombies, which the starting zombies, the initial. OG zombies are red, and they're going to have an unlimited sprint. And additionally, they're stronger than the survivors turned zombies. So they're a little bit more powerful starting out initially. They also have lower gravity, a higher speed, and active camouflage. So they're, they're it's almost like Predator, I guess mm. you'd say. Or, mm. or like, yeah. like either Predator, Alien, whatever way you want to kind of put It's the mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, the, so they're a lot stronger, you know, just faster, everything like that. So 
whenever, say, an alpha zombie takes out a survivor, they're going to come back as green and not red. Yeah, and they won't be as powerful fast or anything like that. So, yeah, we also have hide and seek. And this one, this one's always been kind of fun to do. So zombies are faster, stronger, and have fucking rocket launchers. Mm -hmm. Survivors would have assault rifles and will be invisible the whole match. So always an odd nuance to it, but it works. It's your traditional hide and seek you played as kids. (laughs) Someone had rocket launchers and then you had a Harry Potter cloak. Yeah, exactly. And now we start getting into more game types Mm -hmm. that are just your traditional kill or be killed. And you have... Safe Haven. Safe Haven was only featured in Reach, which I think is kind of a, a letdown because I think it's a really neat mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically, it's like a marriage of King of the Hill and Infection. So the survivors try and find the Safe Haven, kind of mm-hmm. like you do for Left 4 Dead or any of those other type of games where you try and make it to a certain point. Yeah. So what you do is you're immune to the infected if you're within this, basically, the hill. Yeah. But as in like with, with Crazy King or any of the other King of the Hills that move... It moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to kind of have map awareness of where you're going to have to go after that. And it makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. It makes it fun trying to, like, find that safe house to kind of get to while the zombies are trying to eat you. Yeah. Well, something even more interesting is that you can get hit by a zombie in that safe mode or in that safe haven and you can get pushed out of it. Mm. So there, there are people that will, you know, be like, all right, two or three people go for that guy. One or two people hit him and he bounces out. Someone gets him. Yeah. And... and I love that strategy stuff like that because obviously zombies are still being shot at while they're there. Mm-hmm. They can die. But yeah, if you push them out. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of strategy that goes into zombies depending on your game type. You know, you find yourself breaking the map or getting into this area that you shouldn't be, like especially in Reach. I remember that being a huge thing. And you can just hide at that point or you're at a point to where the zombies will not be able to reach you and you just, just keep shooting until the round's over. Yeah, and so – and it's a cheeky way to do it. But it's, you know, if you can break the map and get out – you might as well. Some people aren't looking necessarily to to play the game fair. They're looking for what's going to help my KD, what's going to give me the most points, anything like that. Yeah, I know I know a lot of players have used that kind of boost up in Halo 5 mm-hmm. recently, try and get their kind of max leveling so they yeah. get bonuses when Infinite comes out. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And another game type we have, which kind of marries onto that survivor element of trying to be the last ones there, yeah. is Cadre. And with Cadre, survivor shields are only activated when there's three survivors left. And I believe they have to be with with each other, too. Yes. Like, they can't just separate. Yeah, it's you got like, to be like compadres, basically. Mm, yeah. And this would mean that survivors at that point would take two hits to kill. So it, there, one of the strategies I've seen is let some teammates die at first or betray some teammates. I think betrayals in this game mode will lead to them becoming a zombie. Don't quote me on that. But either way, it's like you're not really a team until there's four or three left, and then you start getting a little close. Yeah, it's, it's like with Walking Dead and stuff. You form mm-hmm. you form your alliance, and that's kind of who you're mm-hmm. with. Yeah, so then we also have Flight, and this is an objective-based game type where survivors must deliver a bomb to various areas of the map while fighting off zombies. Yeah, your traditional zombie apocalypse thing. got to <laughs> deliver some bombs around. I, I feel like... Every one of these game types, we can kind of like relate to like an issue of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and this makes sense because this could even be bomb, but it could be delivery of supplies. You got to yes. get to certain points, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we also have creeping death. So zombies are invisible, shielded, and have gravity hammers. And then winners of the first round will become zombies in the next one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of that uh, unbiased way of go- like you know the second you win, well now you have to be a zombie. So you can't just keep racking up wins. Yeah, and that, and that makes sense because, as we'll learn, zombies is still and has always kind of been unbalanced in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they push really heavily for the survivors or for some modes, you kind of push really heavily for the zombies. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helps balance that out at times. Yeah, and then we have speed demons. So zombies move with incredible speed. So making even something like reloading is an absolute risk. Like, I've seen people, like, I saw this long Reddit post that said in this one, like, don't reload unless you absolutely have to. Like, you unless know, sometimes, out. yeah, unless, you know, some people take two shots, reload instantly. It's like, nope, the second you do that, you're just done. Yeah, I'm dead. I reload every time I take one shot. Yeah. And then, so finally, we have Hive Mind, which 
which isn't as common as one, but survivors do take two hits to kill. So you, again, have to have some kind of strategy to go in and bum rush. If you see one survivor on his own, you need two or three people to go in to make sure that you can land these hits. You might say you need a hive mind to work together (laughs) to take him down. Uh, (laughs) All right, so now let's move on to the game types and the differences that came about in between each one of the games. Mm -hmm. So let's start out with the unofficial infection that started way back in 2004 in Halo 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so when infection, which was better known as zombies, pandemic, and Dawn of the Dead, everyone kind of had their own title for it. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's crazy because it first became popular when players started doing it, it wasn't. It had nothing to do with Bungie's innovations to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it was rather players who created this mode. Mm-hmm. And what I love is stealing that hive mind little thing again. This was created by just playing with friends, playing online, and randomly a lot of people coming up with almost that same idea, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Because I remember playing this uh, classic Halo Two, coming up from school. And we try to play zombies, and it was just making your own mode. It was a lot of, you know, kind of goodwill of like, you will, if you're killed by a zombie, go to the other team. It was actually, mm-hmm. you had to switch teams. And so when you'd play it with your friends, you would have red team, who was the survivors, mm-hmm. and you'd have the green team, who was the zombies. And what you, since the loadout, I guess you would say for Halo 2 custom games, wasn't as advanced as it is now, even for MCC stuff. Yeah. Everyone would start with a pistol and an energy sword. Mm-hmm. And just like the game type itself, it was an honor system that only the red team survivors would use the pistol and only the zombies would use the sword, mm-hmm. making it just, you know, a, a fun game to play with your friends. And once a survivor was killed, you'd go into the settings, you would change yourself over to green team, and then you'd become a zombie. Yeah. You know, every game ever played on these Halo 2 servers, there was one guy. There's that one dick who's like, no, man, I killed you. I killed you with my pistol. Or, or no, he didn't get me. It's the same type of people, if you guys ever played paintball, who will wipe the paint off and say, no, I wasn't shot. No, oh, no, man. That, man. that wasn't me. That was there. That was there already. That, that, was, that no. was, yeah, that was old, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's those type of things. <laughs> but, but nevertheless, if you got a good group of like, your high school, grade school, college friends together, whatever. Honest blue-collar gamers. Honest blue-collar <laughs> gamers bootstrapping it up would jump in and you just spend the night playing it because it became fun. You could mm-hmm. kind of mess the settings and, and, and change your zombies how you wanted them. And, you know, it's just it was just a fun time waster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the most interesting part is that this this version of the zombies can never be played again because an MCC... You can't switch teams in the game on custom games. Mm-hmm. This could only be done on the Halo 2 servers. So, so you know, rest in peace, the true original version of Zombies. That's right. Jesse and I, we're some true gamers over here. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't get to play it. Rip. Oh, well, I never played it. Alex is a true gamer over here. <laughs> Jesse, rest in peace. <laughs> so now let's move on to Halo 3. So this is the first time that players would be able to play an official Bungie-created zombie game that would be available October 31st, 2007, in a Halloween playlist. The popularity led to Infection to be a regularly occurring game type that would appear in Double XP Weekend's playlist called Living Dead. When the playlist was available on Halloween, it would be playable on ranked playlists. It's smart. I mean, it, one, it's, it's great marketing to do it because it's a game type that comes out with it, which is really fun. And who doesn't love a bit of spooky times during the spookiest time of all? Mm-hmm. Almost the end of the year. <laughs> well, this was the first time that I was introduced to it because I remember I was talking to my buddy about it. And I was like, and it was coincidentally just right around Halloween time. And I was telling him, I was like, man, I wish like, because you know, Call of Duty Zombies is really popular at this mm-hmm. point. And we're playing it a bunch. And I was like, I really wish Halo had an answer to this. And he's like, they do and they don't. And so we we hopped on, we played a few matches of this, and I was like, okay, it's it's hard to try to compare zombies to infection. I mean, there's really no comparison, yeah. but it's their answer to it, and they they're doing it as Halo could do a zombie esque game type, and did it on their own. You know, it's it's zombies. It'll well, you know, originally wasn't called the flood. Later, it kind of is, and then obviously is that scrapped right away. Mm-hmm. But you know, is their own way of kind of doing this and really listening to the community. Yeah. And, and I think it was very smart to actually incorporate it, make it a game type, and run with it up through five. Yeah. 
So, in almost every instance in Halo 3, when a shotgun and a sword clash, the Halo 3 netcode will favor the shotgun, giving the survivors a huge advantage. In fact, infection was pretty unbalanced in Halo 3. Humans almost always had the advantage over zombies. Now, also, with the introduction of Forge, players would take full advantage of it and create phenomenal game types and maps for the game type, which we'll talk about here once we get through the rest of these the yeah, nuances. Even though the zombies is the spooky game type, it's led to some of the most, in my opinion, and I think the opinion of some others, some of the most memorable and some of the most creative game types and maps Absolutely. that had nothing to do with zombies in and of itself. Mm-hmm. It was just a great mode to have kind of a 1v all. Mm-hmm. So Halo 3 would feature the game types, you know, the standard brains and save one bullet. Also, Halo 3's Mythic Map Pack offered two achievements in the Infection game mode. You'd have Delicious Brains and Zombie Repeller. Delicious Brains was infect two survivors during a round, and Zombie Repeller was kill two zombies during a round. Pretty, I, pretty, I love <laughs> achievements back then. Achievements were just uh, wholesome. Uh, don't kill one, kill two. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a tough one. If you're playing with only, if you're playing with only two people... Can't do them. Can't do them, no. So I think that's pretty biased towards the two-player zombie modes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so after that, we get into Halo Reach. And Reach offered its zombie mode as a standalone game type from day one, instead of having to have a Halloween playlist or something mm-hmm. to jump in. And it was available all year. Reach would be the first game to balance the game type. Bungie would look to balance the game and make it very clear that they were to make an improvement from Halo 3's version trying to make it just as fun to be a zombie as it would be a survivor instead of being like, damn, I'm now a zombie early on and I'm just mm-hmm. going to mow down 45 times until I can kind of eke my way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one notable thing that Bungie did was every time a zombie quit a match, a survivor was made into a zombie to keep it more balanced. Mm-hmm. So if you were that dickbag that quit because you weren't feeling it, then all of a sudden, just imagine, I remember that a few times, all of a sudden you die and then you're a zombie and you're just like, what the hell is this? And I didn't actually know that until I started researching for this. I always thought it was a glitch. <laughs> Jesse just thought someone either killed him or he's like, what the hell? I always thought it was a glitch. I was like, this is this bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> no. Uh, in fact, it was someone who, I don't know, dinner was ready or something. Or they just weren't vibing with the match, I Makes guess. sense. Yeah. So Reach's infection would also serve as a great way to gain XP quickly. Because YouTuber Luke the Notable references on his video where he broke down every game, like, here's the best way to max up quickly. And we'll also see that again in Halo 5. Mm -hmm. Because obviously it's an easy way to rack up kills quickly Mm -hmm. with little to no ammo, with headshots, with medals, everything that you're earning with it. And it makes it fun. I mean, in my Mm -hmm. opinion, that's the way I would love to grind Mm -hmm. instead of having to just sweat mode it full night. Yeah, it's a pretty straightforward way to get a lot of points. And it it can be fun. Mm -hmm. And in May... Uh, of 2011, Bungie would release the alpha zombie setting for infection. So giving mm-hmm. you that red zombie, getting some green boys with them. And yeah. so other other changes that Reach brought to us in this game type was that zombies were quicker, had lower gravity, and had the evadeability. Spartans were assigned the default shotgun and magnum, kind of what we see in the classic zombie way, mm-hmm. but could not pick up ammo, kind of what we saw in the save one bullet. Spartans could use sword block once out of ammo, and that's when we added in safe haven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so again, like all these things, like let's make zombies quicker and let's just try to make it as fair as possible. Because in the Halo 3 days, I only played it a handful of times. But I remember the second I started playing it on Reach, I knew instantly like this is distinctly different. Mm -hmm. And I would go to it often to play it because I loved playing it. And even to this day... Once in a blue moon, you'll see Jesse ODST4 playing Halo Reach, and there are still a handful of people still keeping infection on those servers alive. Well, it's, it's it's pretty fun. It's great. It's, it's a great goof mode, um, mm-hmm. especially when you want to bring some friends together and just like not take Halo seriously or even not even take it as Halo, mm-hmm. as we're yeah. going to see with a lot of what Halo 5 has brought to us. But I don't know. I, I really like the mode, and we're going to see a little shift We'll call it a shift uh, with Halo 4. 
Yeah, well, so, of course, you know, Halo 4 would be a departure from all the previous Halo game types with the changing of studios taking over the Halo franchise. There's no question about mm-hmm. that. Just about every every stone that they can turn, they, they absolutely did. Not only did they change the name, which it went from Infection or Zombies to Flood, but they also changed how the Infected look. Instead of keeping the player's customized armor and only changing the color, the player would be transformed into a flood-infected Spartan. Now, I I, I should have put quotes in the notes (laughs) for flood-infected. Very quotey. Yeah. Uh, this, however, would not resemble the 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 flood that we know of. Instead of tentacles coming out of the left arm, it would be some kind of crab claw coming out of the right arm, and there would also be you know no antennas coming out of the head or the infection point. And instead, the infected Spartan's armor is also almost completely missing, leaving only the black undersuit. Spartans as well would not be able to keep their custom colors. Instead, all of the survivors would be lime green and the infected, or I guess the flood in this, were like a yellow. Yeah, and and really all I could ask for is that each time an infected died, they would become more crab-like. That's all I really wanted out of this game mode was like, you then get two pinchers, then you get all six legs... And then you start crawling <laughs> around like a crab. And, well, also, as you're transferring into a crab, you just get smaller. Yeah, and yeah, eventually yeah. you resemble, like, a real, like, soft-shell crab. It, beautiful. <laughs> but they did not do that. Also, with Halo 4 introducing new armor abilities, the flood-infected Spartans would receive some new abilities, like boost and the ability to move much faster. We'd also see the first-person view of the flood-infected Spartans have a new kind of HUD or vision layout. It was a lot more green, like a olive green looking. It's kind of like it, it, I kind of imagine like this is how I guess an infected Spartan would see things. Yeah. Cause now Gravemind is like, Hey, here's your new updates for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And aim assist would also be taken away from zombies or the, the, the flood. So the attacks needed to be a lot more calculated. Like before you get that lock with the sword, mm-hmm. you're good to go. But now it's like, once you, once you do that burst and try to go at them, if you miss, you just go flying right past them. And it helped too. Cause you don't have that. Like if you're in the vicinity, it goes and locks on for you. Mm-hmm. So it definitely helps. Now I, I, I rag on a lot of the three four three stuff because of some of the changes. I, they they put their spin on it, and I, I think that's an idea. I'll say that. I mean, it, it's it's their it was their first attempt at again. We, like, we've talked about this three four three. The second they got the Halo IP, and the second they could make a game all on their own without Bungie's assistance, they really tried to differentiate themselves. And for me, I think this was more a step backwards. Yeah, and and. I th- they tried to make, I think, what fans had originally wanted. They wanted kind of this Flood playable character, Flood-infected Spartan when the original zombies mm-hmm. were, because then you become like the Flood. You become one of the, you know, main antagonist species, if you want to say it, that can kind of overwhelm you, that, you know, took up the first three games. And so not seeing that in a way and, like, changing their way up, it was just weird. Well, yeah, because, again... Not only did they try to change this game mode, but they're like, okay, what would a flood-infected Spartan look like? And they tried to do this weird Power Rangers enemy-looking character. Like, that's what I thought <laughs> yeah. about. Like I, That makes a lot of, yeah. Like, I think this thing should grow, like, ten stories eventually and fight the Megazords or whatever they're fucking called in Power Rangers. <laughs> but either yeah. way, it, it, was, it was really, it kind of took everyone... You know, or they kind of like set us off a little bit, myself included. Like I played it a good amount of times, but it was the first time that I was like, I I don't enjoy playing this. Like clearly, some challenges would come up. Like, in fact, fifty survivors mm-hmm. and and flood. So I would play that. But at the end of the day, you know, there are people who say that this isn't even infection or zombies. This is flood. This is its own thing. This is just kind of a. A, a different version of it. It yeah. doesn't belong. And and if if this was, you know, if, if you guys love this, like, let us know. Or if you you don't like it, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm a bit different with it. I didn't play it all that often. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't my wheelhouse with Halo Four. Um, and maybe because of these changes, it was out for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of want to know that. And so we experienced with flood. But now we're be- going taking some steps back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're actually going back in time to the roots. We're going back to. Halo 2, but more specifically, the Anniversary mm-hmm. Edition. 
This version would try to right the wrong that was Halo 4's flood-infected Spartans. This mode would have the infected Spartans look like the flood infection. So rather than looking like a completely different species that was featured in Halo 4, it now actually, like, we saw the flood tentacles coming out and everything, like, it, you know, and it, it came out of the, the mouth, so, like, the skull was all broken open. Like, it looked good. Yeah, it, it looked like you had wanted it to be. I mean, we talked about this in the car. Why wouldn't they just take one of the combat forms they have, throw it into multiplayer with that player model, mm-hmm. and allow you to play like that? I can I can lose my my belief of suspension that it's not a Spartan or not. I just want to fight Flood. Exactly. Point, if you're going to give me Flood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, once again, though, 343 is missing the mark because this game was now wildly unbalanced like Halo 4. Unlike Halo 4, though, it was the zombies that were underpowered because before they were way more powerful. They were way mm-hmm. more faster. If you can get that boost in just right, you can take out someone without them even knowing. So, survivors would start with an abundance of ammo and were able to pick up ammo from fallen players. So, basically, just it was just a shooting spree. Yeah. And also, another thing that we, we talked about earlier is that the elites don't have their own flood-infected form, which I think is so odd because you also mentioned about why don't they just take the flood-infected elite models. Yeah, take the actual model you have for that. Granted, you don't have one for the Spartans as coming up from that point mm-hmm. that's in, like, campaign for it. Just give me whoever you want. Yeah. But elites are already in there. You've had several games with those forms already done, yeah. so why not just bring them over? And they were already remade mm-hmm. for the campaign. Yeah. Like, why didn't we just do that? Because when I first saw this, I was excited. And in fact, uh, Halo, uh, Halo 2 Anniversary Flood Spartan is actually one of the prints that we're releasing for yeah. our Patreon. But so it, th- those forms were cool, and I think everyone saw that, and they're like, maybe we're going to get something really, really cool. But mm-hmm. then once you play it, it's like, uh, it's kind of like they should have nuanced things a little more. I think they should have tried to balance it better for both the Spartans and the infected because now it's like, okay, well, the zombies are kind of slower again. It's not easy to get to them. Like it, it just wasn't fun. Yeah, you'd have to play in a lobby where you had a, a large number of s- typically starting infected mm-hmm. for it to kind of be a little more balanced over time. And, Otherwise, it's just, eh. And to get that kind of feeling that they were going for within Halo 3 and Reach of, like, that overwhelming odds. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's still playable. We've played it a handful of times on our custom game nights. I know every time we get, oh, like, the few times we've played Halo 2 Anniversary Flood Mode, we almost none of us focus on the game itself because it's it's just, like... It's so unbalanced that we just we play it, but we're all just talking and having a conversation over it. And I guess it does boil down to it being just a very casual game type. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going with it for Halo Two anniversary, it's casual. Yeah, and and they've made it they made it pretty, which which I I really respect the art in it, and obviously the art of Halo Two anniversary too. It's just a Mm -hmm. very beautifully done game. Oh, it's the best looking Halo game. Yeah, it's but. If you take that away, I mean, you've got, you know, beauty. We don't have substance for it. Exactly. So that's the unfortunate thing. But the two modes that we will see with H2A is we're going to get Cadre and Flight. So it's kind of those modes that eh, they added a little bit of stuff in, a little bit of changes. But, it, you know, you could take or leave those modes for me. Yeah, especially ones that I think I don't think I've ever played either one of them. No, I've, I've, I played through them just to kind of experience it. But it's like they're yeah, I mean, I messed around uh, when I got uh, the MCC collection. That's kind of redundant, but we're at MCC. <laughs> MCC uh, collection. You know, the MCC collection collection. Whenever I got that, I messed around with a lot of the modes just to see kind of what was really put in with 2A and played with them. They were their modes. I mean, if you want to play them and change it up, you can, but it's all right. Yeah. So now let's move on to Halo 5. Infection would finally make its way to Halo 5 after the Memories of Reach update, and 343 would finally find a way to balance zombies and survivors, making the game type a more enjoyable experience. Zombies were now lime green with a green and black energy sword, and the latest version of the game would come with its own unique attributes. So, the shotgun and the AR ammo are low, but additional weapons can be found on the map. Alpha zombies have partial camo and would not appear on the motion trackers. And finally, in the traditional game mode, zombies can't sprint, but both zombies and Spartans can use boost thrusters. 
And in some custom games, zombies can't sprint. Yeah, when you start to change up and give custom power-ups and all that other stuff, it just depends on how you want to balance your own game. Mm -hmm. And that's really where I talked about it earlier. Infected really shines. It shines in what the user-created maps and game modes are. And, I mean, it, it goes to show that fans sometimes have the best ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole game mode is fan-created. Yep. And with the complicated yet amazingly robust Forge that Five has, mm-hmm. players have made some insane maps and some insane game modes that, once again, have lent themselves to either being spooky scary. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some that are, like, these, like, terrifying kind of survival maps. That... We've, we've been sharing those on our on our Instagram because mm-hmm. they've been popping up and they just look incredible. Yeah, and, and just seeing those, it's, I know a lot of you have already played a lot of these, so we're kind of reiterating mm-hmm. some of, like, some of the most popular stuff that you're seeing with it. But, I mean, there's there's some survival spooky games. There's, like, you know, Escape the Buildings. And then you have a lot of classics that range from coming from Halo 3, mm-hmm. kind of dabbling in 4, coming out of Reach as well, and then kind of landing in 5 and getting perfected, I guess mm-hmm. you could kind of say, just because of, of all the nuances and weapons and weapon glitches that you can do in Forge. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of break those down. Some of our favorites that we either played, I played a lot of this in Halo 3, so that's kind mm-hmm. of where I'm getting yeah, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of my old... My old man knowledge from playing those <laughs> games and seeing the the adaptations in five. So you have fat kid or kind of fat guy or variations of that name. And in this mode, you have the infected who is extremely slow, typically is wielding hammer, but is invulnerable. And basically the survivors have to uh, get away. Mm-hmm. And if if the survivor dies by his hand or um, on some maps, typically if they die by environment, they become a zombie and kind of assist out that kind of just chunky monkey of a man with a hammer um and he's he's extremely slow you know can't make his movements but is basically like i guess you could also think of it as like a, a jason Voorhees as well yeah jason Voorhees, sorry uh or mike michael myers just walking slowly yeah all the walking slowly type kind of horror things yeah. to it so you have you have modes like that and the one that was made popular with halo 5 was funhouse uh, which is a variation of that where all of the survivors start in the parking lot of this kind of funhouse carnival while uh, you have your fat kid, fat man zombie mm-hmm. uh, coming out of the woods, kind of stalking them through this funhouse. Yeah. And with the very robust custom games that you can make with Forge, it's an, it's crazy. You play skee-ball, you play like, you know, like like shoot the, basically duck hunt, kind of like this things on auto rails going through. There's yeah. funhouse mirrors. There's like bouncy house. So it's, it's everything in there while the, you know, you have your, your slow chunk zombie chunk. Try, trying to get you. Whenever you made the comment about chunky monkey with a hammer, that just takes me back to when I did construction in like 2014. <laughs> that's the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> um, and then you move on to another incredibly popular mode that has made its way through every iteration of Halo that I pretty much know. Yeah. And that's Jenga Tower. Yeah. And Jenga Tower is really fun. So you have the infected tries to knock out... I'm, I'm assuming all of you have played Jenga at some point or know what a Jenga Tower is. There's at least cat meme videos of it online. Exactly. It so up. it's a tower of blocks. So it's basically what the survivors are on top trying to last while the while the infected is trying to knock the blocks out from under them. Uh, there's definitely variations in Halo 5 where you're flying around trying to knock down whole cities of blocks, like yeah. basically towers and buildings made with it. So definitely different variations. And it's it's funny, too, because when we were gearing up for this and looking through it, there's like five or six accounts that still have like all of these built for like especially a lot for Halo 3 mm-hmm. to download. And everyone's just kind of referencing all these old same ones that have just lived up to the test of time. Yeah. So, yeah, moving on, then we have Ice Cream Man. So survivors would try and climb a hill to get up to a custom power-up to kill the Ice Cream Man, who is infected, and a warthog running them over. So definitely, I love the morbid names that kind of come along with this. You think Ice Cream Man, you don't think it's a zombie just trying to run everyone over. Yeah, and it's 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 just funny how a lot of these kind of juvenile names, like Fat Kid, Ice Cream Man... Ghostbusters, Trash Man, have all kind of lived through these because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a really fun game mode. And it's basically all the survivors are kind of now like the fat kid, like they're super, super slow <laughs> and they have to make their way up this hill. 
And apparently the ice cream man, I guess, doesn't want them up the hill. Which <laughs> I it's the competitor's ice cream. You know what? You're right. They're trying to make it over there to Oprah Weiss. That's what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, no, man. You can't do that. Yeah. And so, yeah, you try to run them over, knock them out as they can. One that is similar-esque to the element of survivors just kind of in a hallway trying to survive is trash man, garbage man, garbage man, whatever you want to call it. Um, and what it is is everyone is down this kind of L-shaped tube whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, landing. Uh, there's man cannons in that, like, corner nook. And the zombie at the top, just knocking warthogs and mongoose and rocks and elements out down into that chute while the man cannons shoot it at the yeah. survivors. And most maps have it to where behind you there's, like, either pallets or there's something kind of there that could fall out and, like, a uh, kill ball, death ball behind you in case you go too far. Yeah, that that one is... Just a hodgepodge, if mm-hmm. if you want to call it. Now, this next one, you either get a kill by being extremely lucky or you're skilled at this. So we have Ghostbusters. So survivors are invulnerable, uh, so they can survive as long as they can. Infected are invisible. It can only kill the survivors with an assassination. So you got to get behind them and just, just be them. Yeah, and, and it's it's pretty neat because they're pretty quick. Um and you have some really cool modes with Halo 5 where they've kind of overlapped mm-hmm. you to kind of have almost a scarab gun at that point because you're basically using your laser as if you are a Ghostbuster like you see in the movies. Yeah. And you can become you, if you're good, you be a really good ghost. If you're bad, you're just going to die all the time. Well, also with Halo 5, I remember playing this, I think in Reach, there was a version of, of Reach, but in Halo 5, then you have like the sprint, the thrusters, and everything like this. So you, it really, again, it, it equates down to, like, you can be really skillful at this, and you can mm-hmm. almost make it an art. Like, I played it a few times in Halo 5 where I just got my ass kicked, like, instantly. Like, there are people that clearly love this game type, that yeah. just just know they have the muscle memory in their hand, just go right, left, right, or whatever, and then just, you're done. Yeah, it's fun. Another great one, which is probably one of my favorite ones because it's uh, I like to be very passive in these games. <laughs> and you, you see it a lot, and like GTA has a version of it. Um, and any game mode that kind of allows that customization pretty much gets something like this and Speed Halo. All right, and Speed Halo, and what it is, is the survivors start at the top of this big hill. And they have traditionally, like in Halo 3, you had Warthogs. Um, we definitely see a lot more, especially in 5, where you can kind of expand it out, mm-hmm. throw custom power-ups, all this other stuff, but then you would drive down the hill. And as you're driving down the hill, there's the zombies who are kind of near the bottom, who are trying to swipe at you and kill you while you're going by. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom are teleporters that bring you whoop right back up to the you top. You just loop. Yeah, you just loop it. And it becomes really cool when you add in, like, wraiths and mongooses and all these other vehicles. Mongeese. Yeah, mon- sir. Mongeesers. Well, yeah. And, and and so you do this. Obviously, if you're hit by an infected and die, you become an infected. You get your swipey sword to swipe at the cars driving by. And it's just another goofy mode. It is definitely chaos. Oh, it just becomes chaos. And it's incredible because it's uh, controlled chaos. It is. And the greatest thing is if cause you pick up insane speed. And as you go and if your warthog starts to flip, you just go into this <laughs> like spiral of death. Just like, like if there was first person mode. Everyone would vomit instantaneously. Oh, dude. I think even just watching it, kids have had seizures. Oh, it's just easily nuts. So Speed Halo is great. And our next one's great. It's an homage to a Nintendo OG game. Mm -hmm. And that is Duck Hunt. So survivors run a course while the infected tries to snipe them. Once the survivors make it to the end, they get a custom power-up to kill the infected. We actually did this on one of our more recent custom game nights. Mm-hmm. I think, was it the our EU one? Yeah. And there's various modes with it. The OG traditional mode kind of kept it in that 2D space, almost like a Mario level, mm-hmm. like trying to get up and go around. Oh, it's so or, fun. Yeah, or just kind of going on a, on a plane, a single plane. Obstacles. It's basically an obstacle course mm-hmm. um, while someone else tries to shoot you. Uh, there's various, various amounts out there where the sniper rifle is replaced with a goshog, mm-hmm. or there's other different power-ups that you can get through that. It just makes it a really fun way to do an obstacle course with a little incentive. Yeah, definitely. It just... It- and especially every time you have someone new sniping, they could be good, they could be bad, they could be okay, but it kind of changes the course of how things go because mm-hmm. some people are going to tackle the route differently. Again, the strategy is just not get shy, and it's it's just a fun as all game type. Yeah, and and our, our kind of final one, there's there's 
plenty more out there, but kind of our final one that's tested the time from Halo 3 till now. Staff pick. Steph pick, yeah. The Steph official pick uh, is termites. Mm -hmm. And termites has seen various ways where the floor is made of wood or there's some where it's stone, but below they are knocking out barriers that are holding the stones up, similar Mm -hmm. to Jenga. Mm -hmm. And the object has survived that as well uh, before the termites knock out all the flooring from under you and the termites win. Yeah, typically this is a pretty quick one. Yeah, it's typically a pretty quick one if if you've got some zombie that's that's pretty pertinent about it. Um, Sometimes you don't and then you're just kind of like waiting around. But mm-hmm. it's it's a t- like I said it's gone through it's it's gone through the ringer. So of course with with all these different game types, we would have some unique metals that come with the infection game type. So they were first introduced in Halo Three, and it was only a handful. You had zombie killing spree, Hell's Janitor, infected spree, mm, brains, and Last Man Standing. And throughout the games. We've seen more and more added on every time. Halo Reach had ones like Thriller and Hell's Jerome. And then, you know, Halo 4 had almost just a completely, you know, a completely different type of metals because they were all about, you know, the flood. So you had flood conversion, alpha conversion, infector carrier, juggernaut, grave mind, whatever. We had a laundry list. Yeah, and all of it was kind of what we made fun of in that beginning one. It's like, Convert a Spartan to the Flood. Convert a Spartan to the Flood as the Alpha. Kill two Spartans in a row as the Flood. So it was just a lot of almost what you'd have as medals at that point. Yeah, because... Because, like, like, all these medals would just be the same thing as killing sprees. Yeah, well, because in Reach you had, you know, kill five zombies without dying, and now it's just kill two of them in a row without dying. It went from two to four. The numbers were weird, and as we said, it's kind of like... Let's nuance this completely. Let's let's not, you know, borrow from the old games. Let's try to do our own versions. So then, of course, Halo 5 kind of went back to the zombie aesthetic. And as well as, you know, we had the medals kind of going back with zombie in the name, like Zombie Hunter, Zombie Slayer. We'd see Hell's Janitor, Hell's Jumper, Zombie Side, and The Cure. And these ones were, were going up to, you know, The Cure is kill 30 zombies without dying. So they're getting really ambitious of trying to get people to just survive as long as possible and take out as many zombies as possible. But it makes sense because, I mean, there may be those games where you're doing that. And you want something to... Give you something cool for that metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing as, like, all your, like, kill atrocities and kill teculars and try to get, like, all of those, which are extremely hard metals to get in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's possible. Same thing with these. Yeah. And then finally, you know, Halo 2 anniversary medals. Like achievements, there are just a million fucking medals in the MCC, and this is where we're getting them all from. So it, it's basically all the previous ones from Halo 3, from halo reach and along with halo 5 and it's just all kind of this hodgepodge all thrown in there i think there's like 20 or 25 total as compared to you know you go back to halo 3 where there's only those og5 so it i and there are achievements for getting every kind of metal out there and i've seen people i've seen forums of you know what's the best way to get this metal or this Mm -hmm. metal because some of them are some are complicated, and I think what's the the ultimate one? Killtacular, like killing ten enemies within four seconds of each other. People always look to infection for that one. It makes, it's the it makes easiest sense. one. Yeah, because typically there's lower or no shields, or it's mm-hmm. single auto kills, things like that that make it pretty easy, and kind of have an abuse system with it. But you do what you got to do. You do what you got to do, and I think we've all been there when you're trying to find a certain game type to just get get the points you need or get the medals you need. So moving along to the end of this episode, let's talk about the reception of the infection slash flood game type overall. Yeah. How did this spook people is really what we're trying to, we're trying to drill down to the yeah. spooky ghost. Hey, this is a, all. this is a scary episode. Yeah. Just so you guys know. I don't know if you guys, it's, it's just, it's terrifying. I don't know if I can finish it. I will try for you, Alex. Thank so, you. From its early inception, Infection has gone down as a staple in the Halo multiplayer community. Within two games using Infection as an official game type, Bungie got the formula down rather quickly, leaving fans at the edge of their seat wondering how 343 will tackle this popular game type. Unfortunately, 343 struggled for some time to deliver an Infection experience that would resonate with fans and take them back to the days of Halo 3 and Reach. 
With the release of Infinite in a little over a year, it has fans wondering, ourselves included, what nuances that 343 will bring to the table with Infection. Can we expect a classic feel being brought back to the game type, or will it be totally remade, you know, so it can be kind of a better version of its former self and be sent off into this new chapter of Halo competitive play? Again, as I said, Halo 5 is really the one that people said, okay, now they got this right after two times verse Bungie saying, okay, we kind of screwed up a little bit with Halo 3. Here's a quick fix. Now mm-hmm. it's fun and reach. So yeah, overall, it, it is a staple. And for the most part, I mean, people do love it. Well, the thing with it too is that it's it's not just those traditional game types that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Most people, it seems like nowadays, really aren't, focusing on those to play they're trying to find the duck hunt jenga tetris cops and robbers they're trying to find those modes that they either remember playing Mm -hmm. growing up with or that they just want to have fun in because those are these awesome fun game types and one big thing that i love is there's a couple users um that have either well really recreated all of it because they we weren't pulling them over yet we just had that allowance to pull over three reach and four maps and game types. Mm-hmm. So these people actually went and remade all of these, whether it was the Halo 2 version of it, the Halo 3, you know, uh, 4, or even like a reach-style version mm-hmm. of things going on. Um, and we give a huge shout-out to them because they helped with our game nights and and just in general helping the community. Yeah, like because, uh, unintentionally helping our game nights because we're pulling from everything that they've done. Yeah, because 343 still doesn't have... What five has, they never put in a, a ability to research or look around or have a anything to look at game modes. Yeah. Um, so I just want to give a shout out for one to help you guys figure out how to do this and who to who to pull up, um, but also just so that these people get uh, you know the recognition they deserve for what they've done for the community. All right, and that's to Rusty Nails, which is all capital, and that I is a one, and the last is a Z. Gnarl Llama. Falk Smash, which is F-A-U-L-K Smash. I, I love just the idea of having to, like, explain how it's actually spelled out. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to put these in the description for our YouTube crowd and for other crowds. Just so if you guys are interested, you can pull these up on MCC and download their maps and game types. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Rusty Files. Rusty Files 2 and Rusty Files 3. All have variety maps from each other, so some kind of overlap on game types and maps. But this is where you can find Fat Kid and Ice Cream Man and, you know, or any of the game types or maps that you're looking for that you may not yourself want to recreate from when you were growing up with it. They have them available. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, huge props to them for keeping all of their maps open and updated for the community to use. And I know that Folk Smash, as far as I can tell, is super, super active in, like, the the community and forums and, and things along those lines. I've seen his mm-hmm. name pop up a bit. So I just want to give a huge shout out to those guys. Like I said, we'll have it in the description so you guys can look those names up um, when you're on MCC to download some maps and some game types. Yeah, so it, th- this whole kind of community just with trying to make all these custom game types and maps within the infection game mode itself is still alive and well. So I think that should speak for this section for reception all on its own. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's one of those game types that has stood the test of time, has, you know, it's it's similar to what people brought in when they made SWAT or any of these other kind of user-created game types mm-hmm. that either have become officials or that people still play today. Um, whether you, you love Infection or you think it's the worst thing added in there, you have to admit that through fan kind of pressure and enjoyment of this game type that was created, you had an entire studio make a section for it that not that not only was just a game type, mm-hmm. but they then made player models for. They made weapons for. They made custom power-ups and all this other stuff for. So I think that is huge for reception. Yeah. So, I, I you know, kind of this is all blending into overall. What do the hosts of Finish the Fight think of Infection slash Flood? As a, We could say as a whole or even break it down. But I'd say, you know, if I just want to do broad strokes as a whole, I, I love it. Even... The OG ones, like especially in Reach, I would spend hours on that playing those and trying to just kind of perfect 
my strategies and then you know i would also be the guy that would find a spot in the map where it was hard for people to get because it's always in the forge maps and i'd hide there and just try to get as many zombies as possible and it was it was fun as hell like i loved it it was a game mode you know for me that i grew up with that i kind of saw the i don't want to say as the hipster of zombies for this game but you were absolutely the hipsters <laughs> of zombies I'd for be this playing game. this game when it came out when we made it together as a community. <laughs> yeah, so I like it for that. I'm a very, when it comes to Halo, I was never a really, really competitive player. I, I never played, I mean, I played ranked, but I never played it hardcore. I didn't really care that much. Mm-hmm. I played Halo to shoot some aliens and to play with my friends. And so Infection was always a really cool game mode, especially when you got Forge involved and could make your own maps and mm-hmm. these really cool game types and custom power-ups and weapons and buffs and debuffs. So I think really with that, it, it, it shows, one, what the community can bring to the table that for some reason spreads like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Like granted, Halo 2, yes, was the first of them on Xbox Live, but that was still an infancy. Mm-hmm. That was like the first time outside of like lands and some PC gaming that if you never really did that, this is kind of your first console trip with it. Yeah. That had like a really dedicated online. So for to spread through these forums and through map downloads and through your friends to be able to play this was really cool. Yeah, it, it would definitely, I think it will always be, as long as Halo is out, we will always have some kind of infection version. Again, they lost me a little bit with with 4, Halo 2 anniversaries, whatever, and I'm still kind of not that fond of Halo 5s. I'm not saying... You know, that's a personal opinion. I know mm-hmm. a lot more people do like it. It is kind of the more well-rounded version. But I think, for me, at least Halo Reach was my favorite version. I think they got the formula down just about perfect. I don't have too many complaints about it. I will see with 5, I am a sucker uh, for Forge with it. Yeah. I, I think I, I think just the amazing modes they've made have, have kind of put over the edge. As far as gameplay, you may be right with Reach and kind of everything that came with that. Let's talk about, I was talking about just the standard game types. Sure. Yeah, because absolutely, if you want to look at it as like infection custom game types with the with Forge, what you can do now, oh yeah, that's the best one. It blows out of the water. You yeah. can do literally anything you want with that at mm-hmm. that point. But yeah, when it comes to, I'd say the more standard, if you want to log on and just find a random playlist and play it, then that's for me, it's when they kind of lose me. But when it comes, as you said, the custom game types, the the best yeah when it comes to that and really one of the most important things that really came out of infection was our beloved savior frank frank absolutely that our, our stupid yeah bite yeah, yeah. your tongue yeah, our stupid little meme thing that we had was you know came out of infection game type mm-hmm. with our blessed whale saving us from those heathens mm-hmm. yeah. that did not truly believe in him. Yeah, you just got to kiss the whale. Kiss the whale, go over to his little fish shack, and boom, yep. you're safe. Exactly. So. So, so see, like stuff like that, like fun community things, as silly and dumb as they may be, have come out of us just playing infection because you mm-hmm. don't take it seriously. You have fun with it. You goof around. And in the end, that's what I like about gaming overall. There's plenty of games that I take seriously, like with Apex or Overwatch or any of the kind of the competitive games that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Halo has never been that for me. It's always been sit down with some buds or jump on Xbox Live right after school or you know whenever you have timed, play with some friends. That's what I've always loved. And so you know, I think Infection should be a staple uh, for Infinite. Even if you're not a fan of it, I think it's one game mode that allows those who may not want the traditional mm-hmm. firefighty shoot shoot bang bang stuff and they want more of like the let's make this really cool ass map and go with that yeah exactly i think i think it'll always be around and i think overall we have even just from starting this podcast some very fond memories whether it's a straightforward game or it's some kind of custom game like it's just we've had a lot of fun and some kind of version of it always comes up in our game nights yeah almost always so yeah that was it that that was our kind of spooky halloween-esque episode i thought it'd be really cool to break it down just because this isn't a standard game type where you have a little bit of nuances and whatnot within custom games you know it, it really really has its own community and i thought you know with it kind of 
you know, being what it is, that I think it deserved its own episode. And this one was a little shorter, but I think that's okay because our next one is going to be Halo Wars. Yeah. So we, we get into, you know, the ensemble and some bungee ish niche getting yep. together to test out their RTS strategies. Yeah. So that episode's been really, really fun. I can't wait to cover it in two weeks. And I can't wait for you guys to listen. And if all you spooky boys and spooky girls and spookies in betweens, if you've made it this far, mm-hmm. you're brave. Braver than most. You're brave. I'm going to give you that. You're brave. Good job. <laughs> you know, also some brave people are patrons. We want to thank you guys so much uh, for being a sponsor of this podcast, which has been awesome with your Patreon membership. Mm-hmm. Um, and to thank those brave friends, we have Tactics, Skyjack, Angry Canadian, Charles Zitter, Baby Z, Francis, and Harvey Chong. And thank you guys so much for your support and for being awesome and for helping us out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so again, come back in two weeks. We will be covering Halo Wars. It's another game episode. Of course, you know we are always pumped for that. You know, probably 40 or 50 hours of research going into this one. Super excited for Mm -hmm. it. So we can't wait to deliver that to you. And thank you, as always, for listening to the show. This is also a great, fun episode to do. Bring back a lot of nostalgic memories of that classic game type. So with that, I am your host, Jesse Reiners. And I'm your host, Alex Kendall. And thank you for tuning in to Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast. I think we're just getting started.